Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I'm Steve Wiseman, the Duke beat writer for the Raleigh News and Observer. I'm joined by Duke Athletics Hall of Famer, Sheldon Williams. Sheldon, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a a good week so far. (laughs) Yes, it has. We are going to break down and discuss not only Duke's wins in the West Regional last weekend in San Francisco when they beat Texas Tech and Arkansas to win the regional and go to the Final Four, but also the biggest game in the Duke Carolina rivalry history, the upcoming national semifinal final four game Saturday night in new Orleans in the Superdome Duke and Carolina with a spot in the national championship game on the line. Um, It's a game that uh, has never really been close to happening. The only time uh, previously they were both in the final four together was 1991 when they both uh, played semifinal games, Kansas played, Carolina and beat Carolina Duke played UNLV in that famous game that everyone knows so well uh the next uh, the second semifinal that set up Duke and Kansas uh in the national championship and robbed us of the the ultimate Duke and Carolina game which would be for the national championship but we are going to get a semifinal this week uh it's madness here in the state of North Carolina it's apocalyptic like I think you know can the fan bases survive this this is the the biggest game Sheldon you know how do you feel about all this well, you said it yourself. I mean, uh, it's crazy this week. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> you being in uh, the backyard right now, you know, right now you're in camera right now. So I'm sure I am. you see a lot of uh, a lot more crazier things than I see. Uh, I'm out here visiting my parents in Oklahoma City for my daughter's spring break. So, but it's just crazy because I'm watching the game and I'm over like, could this really be happening? Like, are we getting ready to be set up for <laughs> A head-to-head matchup in the final four of you know, the best, I might be biased, the best college rivalry of all time. I mean, yes. one thing that would made it better if they matched up in the national championship game. But, hey, I can't be picky about <laughs> how it's playing out. I mean, this story tell, this story book tell has been falling into place, you know, each and every week. And I'm like, all right, another brick is being uh, laid. And all of a sudden, like, we're here at the apex, the climax of the moment that we've all been waiting for. And we're just like on the edge of our seat, like, all right, is it Saturday yet? Is it yeah. Saturday yet? Like, yeah. hey, just waiting, just waiting. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be crazy. Like, literally, I did not think this was possible a couple weeks ago when we're in, we were both in Cameron yes. on the last home game yes. for Coach K. And then they didn't go the way that we wanted it. And now all of a sudden, fast forward a couple more weeks, and we're here and what's possibly like the biggest Final Four craze, mania, whatever you want to call it, of all time, getting ready for Coach K's last game in the Final Four, hopefully not his last game game, but last yeah. game in the Final Four, getting it ready for the national championship game, and of all teams against North Carolina. It's just, you know, in his last season, it, it's, you know, if, if this game was ever going to happen, this is the year it should happen, right? It should be in his last year. Right, right. And uh, given all that happened in the regular season with, you know, Duke went to Chapel Hill and won easily. 
the last game, you know, again, uh, didn't go Duke's way at all. Uh, not according to script at all. Uh, everybody wanted to, to win that game for him and his last home game and have the celebration, which you were part of, but you know, a little damper on it cause they lost the game. Right. I mean, you try to celebrate him, right. but couldn't right. have been as fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right. I mean, I, nobody told North Carolina to read the, the script. They were yeah. supposed to follow the script. Like <laughs> we had it laid out. You post to follow the script and they wouldn't, they wasn't trying to listen to that. But right. I mean, obviously I'll trade that loss for Saturday's win anytime. So <laughs> I'm fine with it the way it's coming up right now. And to be against them, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great uh, atmosphere. I even try to look at uh, uh, hotel rooms. I was thinking about going down there and fly down there. And I'm like, yeah. in the city, I'm seeing like between $600 and $900 rooms a night. And then yeah. you want to go 35, 45 miles out. And it's still about $390, $400. i am like, really? Really? It's insane, man. It's insane. And flights, <laughs> you know, from here. Uh, I got it under a thousand, but I know a lot of people are paying more than a thousand to fly down and fly back the day after. I, can, I can't you know. imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> my company, I should say, paid not me, but I get to go uh, as as part of my job. I've been to every Duke game this year, so I'm certainly not going to miss. Not going to miss these two. Uh, one thing I, I was remiss in not mentioning that the Believe in Duke podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is our sponsor. They've been a sponsor with us here at the podcast all year, and we really appreciate their work. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people. Uh, Listen to wager on this week's game, on this weekend's two games. Uh, we've already been in bracket season. Everybody's uh, bracket's probably blown up because of St. Peter's and, uh, and, and Carolina beating Baylor for that matter, right? So anyway, but uh, uh, it is that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. And here are the final four. If you're looking to wager on the final four this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online where the game starts. And yes, we cannot wait for the game to start Saturday night. It's uh, We're taping this on Tuesday afternoon. I'm here at Cameron because Coach K had a press conference with us, uh, us uh, assembled media hacks uh, a couple hours ago. Um, the team uh, has been taking it easy for a couple of days. They're going to gather here on campus at about 530 Eastern, and uh, the, the students are going to be there. They're going to send them as they go to the bus, a little celebration. And then they head out to airport to fly to New Orleans on Tuesday night, and then Things get going in New Orleans uh, Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, you know, leading up to the Final Four. Sheldon, I know you played the Final Four down in San Antonio uh, uh, back in the back in the day in your career, so you know kind of what the players are are getting into here. You know, none of these guys have been in the Final Four. Heck, none of them been in the NCAA tournament, you know, until this year <laughs> because of COVID and everything. Right, right. Um, and you, you know, you were obviously you weren't getting ready to play Carolina. You were getting ready to play UConn, but but uh, once you win that regional. And that's a big accomplishment. You cut down the nets. A, a new banner is going up. You know, I'm, I'm here on the rafters of Cameron right now. I can see where the banner is going to go over there, the new Final Four banner. Um, but what is that like as a player when you have to celebrate that accomplishment and then, you know, buckle down and get ready to, to go for the next, the next games? Well, as a young kid, you're looking at it as, you know, this is your first time. You know, obviously the coaches, they're like, you know what? We've been here before. we got to steer the young players into the right direction. Like, all right, 
have your moment here. But once this day is over, with, we are looking on to the next thing. So it's a little bit different because uh, when we were in that position, you said back in the day, I want to date myself, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was younger. I was at that game too. And I was younger as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Back, back in 2004. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Almost 20 years ago, but yeah. Uh, back in 2004, we were coming into um, really a, we were having a heart streak and then we wind up losing the championship game in double overtime or overtime against uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we had lost in like maybe like 20 games. And it was, you know, we, we were on a hot streak. So we were like trying to figure out, all right, what do we need to do to get back onto the streak that we were on? And we wound up going through a, uh, a really tough elite eight against uh, Illinois, actually. Um, mm-hmm. They had really, you know, really good guards at that, that, that team. And we wound up beating them and going to the, uh, the final four. So we get in there and we're like, one, the glitz and glamour of everything. Cause like it was only four teams. You come in, you know, people getting ring sizes for their final four rings and they're getting like, you know, these little treats and prizes and things like that, where you go over here like, man, this is really nice. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost like a little little vacation type thing, whatever. <laughs> and then, I was, oh, we got to play you too? Oh, okay, okay. That type thing. But I mean, it's, <laughs> it's very fun, but coach does a really good job of trying to make sure that, all right, you have your time, you have your day. Now that's over with. We're here on the court. It's time to work. And then we kind of go on from from there. But I mean, Coach kind of said it earlier this year. It's it's really way he explained it was one game championships for every Mm -hmm. game that they did, and it's been really paying off for this team. I will say that this team is one of the most frustrating and exciting teams. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure because you know Coach K last year or not, but it just you know I'm I find myself kind of yelling at the TV. But then I'm also like, oh yeah, yeah, good, good job, good job, you know, it, you know that type thing too. So it's it's been fun. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's been fun. I mean, the whole tournament in itself has been fun. Yeah, and you know, we we did our last episode uh, last week before the West Regional in San Francisco. We knew that Duke was in the Sweet 16 at that point, and you know, Texas Tech uh, was the two, was the three seed. Duke was the two seed, and then Arkansas and Gonzaga played four versus one. And I think everybody was looking at maybe a, you know if Duke could get past Texas Tech that rematch with Gonzaga after beating them earlier in the year, I'm sure Gonzaga wanted to play that game again for sure. Right. And, uh, but they, they got tripped up by Arkansas. Arkansas played really right, well that game. Right. Chet Holmgren got in foul trouble and that, uh, that doomed uh, the, the Zags to another, you know, exit uh, before the final four. So uh, Duke showed a lot of um, toughness and maturity in that Texas tech game. I thought uh, th- this is an older team. They play great defense, really good defense. In fact, they ended up being a better team than Arkansas as far as Duke. You know, it was tougher for Duke to beat Texas Tech than Arkansas. Um, but Jeremy Roach. Yeah, Jeremy Roach again Jeremy coming Roach. up making big shots <laughs> and uh, you know, down the stretch of that game. And and they went to the zone, right? They went to the zone defense in the second half. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because um we knew they were a very good defensive team. What was kind of crazy to me, because I didn't think that uh both teams were kind of struggle a little bit to score. You know, both teams were kind of going back and forth, but nobody was really scoring like a normal regular season game type thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was kind of a funny kind of uh, sequence. And then I'm like, okay, well, we got to at least try to make some noise and push through what we have going on. Because right, right now we're kind of going back and forth, but we were still down, but mm-hmm. we're going back and forth with Texas Tech kind of exchanging uh uh, sequences and things like that. And I'm like, all right, we got to score. We got to score. 
But then all of a sudden, Jeremy Roach, he gets hot yeah. towards the middle of that uh, second half and carried us all the way through the end. I'm like, yo, this guy who <laughs> went from starting to come off the bench to back starting again, the ups and downs that he kind of he had to kind of go through, the adversities that he you know kind of go through mm-hmm. all season long, keeping his head and becoming the guy that we knew he's going to be for us all along, and it's been great to watch this guy play. He has really been like the underrated X factor type of guy that, you know, I think coming into the postseason we didn't, you know, people talk about oh we got Paulo and Mark Williams in the middle and. A.J. Griffin shooting and all that, right? And Wendell Moore is the team captain, you know, junior on the court. And Jeremy was kind of, okay, he's kind of a role player. He has stepped up. He's much more than a role player, man. He is making, like, tough shots, like Tyus Jones, like Tyus Stones type shots, right? And, Tyus Stones. Yeah, exactly right. And that's what that Texas Tech game kind of reminded me of, was, was the 2015 team, the way they finished games. And, and the, uh, Duke didn't miss a shot in the last nine minutes of regulation to beat Texas tech. I mean, that's unheard of against a team of that kind of defense. And, and Roach was a big part of that. And right, Apollo right. hit a three and all that, but uh, they, they don't do it with that. Jeremy Roach. Cannot forget him, man. Right, right, right. Like I said, I was very impressed. I was like, this guy right here, <laughs> we've been <laughs> waiting for you. Like, yes, thank you, Jeremy Roach. Um, but the way he was attacking and being aggressive on his drives, they, they couldn't stay in front of this guy. And I'm like, yo, if we can just get him, to actually um, attack that hard every single game, it collapses all the defense. And we have Mark, who's playing well, who's defending the paint, who's running the court really well, who's finishing at the basket. You know, he's doing what he's doing. And we have Paulo being himself. Only thing I want to see more of is Trevor Kills becoming yeah. more <laughs> of the guy that we've been seeing the first two games of the season. But I know I can be a little bit greedy about what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I imagine that. And then uh, AJ, uh, you know, clicking from three. Imagine we have all those guys clicking at the same time. We haven't had that all year. But, but imagine if we have all five of those guys really clicking at the same time. Right. I mean, right now they're pretty much down to, you know, six guys uh, in the rotation. Keels being the sixth guy. And Theo John's playing 10, maybe 12 minutes a game spelling Mark Williams and with mm-hmm. in the, in the tournament with the long timeouts and the long half times, 30 minutes instead of 20, I think. So um, you can do that. You can, you can narrow it down here and just go with your core guys. And they get enough rest, but uh, yeah, you're right. Like heels, um, you know, he, he's out of the starting lineup and he's, he's still playing. He's still getting some important minutes, but he's certainly not producing. Jeremy Roach has stepped up to kind of take that role and, and it's been really good. And so I am curious how, how Trevor will handle that going forward because we saw how Roach handled it, right? When he got moved out of the starting lineup, he kept plugging away. And, and now look, his time's come again and he's the guy. So um, Roach did make a key shot against Michigan state uh, uh, when they were coming back to win that game, he had a three pointer right. to tie it. So he's, he's obviously a contributor, but, uh, but uh, it's really down to these, these starting five and these guys. And I think what you said is important about Roach driving and collapsing the defense on him and, He's, you know, Mark Williams is able to get behind the defense and uh, you know, lob the ball up to him and get dunks and easy baskets that way. And then um, defensively, uh, the way they I want to talk to you about the way they're using that zone and how it's they just kind of throw it out there. You know, it's, things are getting crazy. People are getting into the lane, all that. Let's 
let's go to the zone for a little bit and see if you can calm it down. And that's what seems to be happening. It's like, it's almost, I've been calling it like kind of their security blanket. Like, okay, we're going to grab this. We're going to calm things down. They did it against Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas get that within five, throw the zone out there. Duke goes on a 10 run game's over. Yeah. I mean, credit to coach K he kind of yeah. mixing things up. I mean, yeah, on his coaching career, but he have he's shown he's done it every now and then, but he, I see that it's more so lately, more so now that he's doing a zone in, whether it be to mix things up, whether it be to kind of uh, pack it in on the, the, the paint, or you know what, just trying to slow things down. And he's been very good about knowing when the times to pick to do those type things. Yeah, it really has. It, again, it's, they don't play zone the whole game. They just, every once in a while, they pick a spot, like you said, just boom just hit it and it really works. And so, so now we got to talk about, uh, you know, how, how this is going to work against Carolina because, <laughs> because I think as you and everybody was in this building, that was for Duke that night uh, on March 5th, you wanted another shot at the Tar Heels after that loss, the players all, I'm sure, you know, they couldn't say at the time, but obviously they wanted to play them. We maybe thought it was going to be in the ACC tournament, right? Didn't work out. Carolina lost to Virginia tech. Duke lost to Virginia tech. Okay. Now we get to the NCAAs. It's never happened before. That's eh, probably not going to happen. Just go on our merry ways. Two paths. Now they're meeting. Here we are. Um, you know, tell me the feeling of the ex-players like yourself who were in the building that night and look at the Carolina, what they did, and how much you wanted to, you know, people wanted to play them again, right? I mean, <laughs> this, is the, this is the game to end all games in the rivalry, I think, for a while anyway. So how is that feeling sitting with you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you always want to play against Carolina. That's one of the biggest games you want to play. Uh, for them, they've been having the last, I want to say the last three or four games, they've been having a guy step up for them, especially in the second half, whether it's Black or um, Davis or – Yeah, or Love, Caleb Love, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've really been having guys. I mean, Manic was doing – he's been doing his thing in Baycott um, – been doing this thing but those guys been kind of stepping up periodically being the the focal score especially in the second half for these guys and that happened again also and um and Cameron the last game you know but you know one one big guy scoring throughout the whole uh, second half kind of you know really hurt us mm -hmm. but for us to kind of get this game and get payback I think it's going to be mean so much more I mean uh old folks call it uh, the rubber match you know you know, the split game and everything. Yeah, so the, the third game. Match. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going to be crazy. But it's crazy. What's even crazier is I had it um, kind of off topic a little bit. But a lot of people was talking about how the ACC was down at the beginning of the year and all this, you know, different things. And, uh, oh, Big Ten this and SEC this. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at the lead eight and everything. And what we had, we had three, what, three or four teams? Three teams? Yeah, three teams in the lead eight uh, with us, Carolina and Miami. And all of a sudden, like you had, uh, Big Ten had nine teams. Only had one in the uh, in the uh, in the lead eight. It was a Sweet Sixteen. They didn't have anybody in the lead eight. Yeah, yeah so Purdue was the last team in Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, they Sweet got 16. beat by St. So Peter's. Nine teams was in the Sweet Sixteen, and then uh, you know, uh, Big Twelve had their team. Um, SEC had uh, you know, Arkansas in there. It is, it's crazy how all the noise that people are talking about. Oh, ACC is down this year, and all of a sudden we got two of the four teams in the Final Four three that was in the lead eight. Yes. 
great year for the ACC in yes. the tournament yes. anyway. It's yes. it's it's uh, uh, save the season because <laughs> it was you know there were struggles in non-conference play. You can't can't deny that. But, uh, you know, the teams got better. Miami got better, obviously, right? They were right, – we talked right. about them, a veteran team, veteran backcourt. Right. Um, you know, Carolina got better. They weren't – they were barely on the bubble in uh, February yeah. when they lost to yeah. Pitt. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, they came into Cameron and won that game, and that pretty much clinched their berth, you know, at-large berth. And, uh, and then they've taken and run from there. So, yeah, it's turned out to be a really good season for the ACC. And uh, – uh, it's all all's well that ends well, I guess. So <laughs> the ACC is going to have a team in the championship game because either Duke or Carolina is going to advance to Monday. So right, uh, you're right. going to have one of the last two, and you got a chance to to claim another championship for the for the for the conference. So, uh, but here I'm believing Duke. Obviously, uh, there's only one color blue that you want to have happen, right? You don't want to be the other right. the other team. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh, earlier today, I think it was Jay Williams uh, was saying that you know, that post-game ceremony, you know, the Carolina, the Duke players came out and sat on the Carolina bench and that uh, he said, he thought that maybe that was a, a signal sent to them. Like you're not worthy of sitting on the Duke bench after you played that game, that play that way. Oh, so. I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I think okay. it was on one of his ESPN shows on get up okay. or whatever. Okay. Um, we'll see if that was it or not. I don't know if I didn't know if you heard that or not, but uh, that, okay. that tracks, doesn't it? Is that, will that be a trick Kate, coach K might use? Uh, to motivate his team, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't put anything past Coach K, but hey, uh, I'm sure just losing the last game of home, last home game is motivation enough. Or at least I would hope it's you know motivation enough for these guys too. But then also top it with the the Final Four experience too. But I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping that's the case. But uh, before we uh, keep going on, let's go ahead and do our second ad. Yes, absolutely. You can hear about athletic yeah. greens. Yep, athletic greens. So tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With the delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals of artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in every cup of water a day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is gonna give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-B. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. And the Blue Devils, uh, you know, the, the young team that at times this year faltered in late game situations, to put it mildly, uh, has uh, they've won a lot too. I mean, that's what Coach K said. They, you forget, like, we've won 30 some games, it's not like we just put it all together the last four. You're right, Coach, but there were a few games that were a little bit shaky, right? So, um, right, right, but they're right. taking, I, I would say, I would say they're taking ownership of this season, of this, you know, it's, it's Coach K's final tour, all that. We know the finally, we know where his final game is going to be played. It's going to be played in the Superdome, either one way or the other, Saturday or Monday. So, we've gotten out of that, but. But they've taken ownership of their season and, and the way they 
this is the only chance they're going to get played for Duke. I mean, a lot of these players are going to the NBA next year. This is the only time they're going to be together as this group, and they're taking ownership of what needs to be done. That's To me, that's the biggest difference between what we saw on March 5th here in, I'm in Cameron, we, that game in Elizabeth, Carolina, and what we've seen the last four games. Uh, there's really been some some stepping up and some uh, some grit that, that, that's been good to see, I think, from, from a Duke fan perspective. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, the Superdome, uh, Coach K's last, well, hopefully two games. It's it's, it's going to hit a lot of different people, especially uh, former players, former staff, former yeah. managers, you know, just the ending. I mean, just being able to be in this position, whether and you like for the winning to happen, but just for him to have this, to go out on the biggest stage, Mm-hmm. It's still remarkable, and it says a lot about his coaching era. I mean, the guy has been, you know, received as the GOAT pretty much his whole career, and he's living up to it. And to go out on that term where you ride off in the sunset on the biggest stage, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, I said before in this earlier in the podcast, but a storybook, you know, tale ending, it's I mean, you couldn't have scripted this even even better. I, I mean, outside of just having the championship game being against Carolina, I mean, yeah. I just, it, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I can't remember another great to go out like this on, on pretty much on his own terms. You know, I mean, obviously Jordan it went out in the in championship and then retired. Yeah. And then, then he came, came back. back and retired again. <laughs> yeah. retired again. Yeah, and yeah. went to the Wizards. But, that wasn't what he wanted to do. But. He, right, right, right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, just having that happen where, you know, you win three and then come back and win three more. And then, you know, we won't we don't talk about the Wizard year. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, John Wooden, you know, retired after he won his last championship. But he didn't announce it before. Yeah, yeah, he may have yeah. decided in his mind it was it, but nobody else knew, so it wasn't right, like this build up right, and all that. So, right. but he won a championship in '75, the last of the ten, and and then walked away and never coached again. So uh, that did happen. Uh, Al McGuire uh, with Marquette when they beat Carolina in '77, okay. he retired after that game. But again, it wasn't like we didn't know it was going. We didn't know that was it. Okay. And uh, so, uh, but well, speaking well, I'm of. Talking about- when I was alive. Yes, I know. Yes, yes. I'm a little older. I understand. I remember those things. But yes, recently, I, I don't remember another time yeah, you know, yeah. uh, when this happened. So, um, but speaking of John Wooden, we have to say that just getting Duke to the Final Four, that's just Coach K's 13th Final Four at Duke. That breaks the record. John Wooden took UCLA to 12. Right, Coach right. K had been tied for the record with John Wooden. He now owns it all to himself. He has he has 13. So right. no matter what happens on Saturday night, and I know Duke fans that. don't want to think about the what could bad happen, right, <laughs> but right, right. Coach K has done that. This team has hung two. There's going to be two new banners here in Cameron, regular season championship for the ACC, Final Four. Final Four. Now they want to add the, the, the big one the in the end zone there. down there, right? There's exactly. five of them. I'm exactly. looking at them right here. Exactly. And they want to add the sixth. Right. Right. <laughs> He had he, he had a back to back historic nights. You know the only coach to have a hundred wins right in the tournament, right? And then thirteenth appearance in the Final Four. So back to back historic nights for Coach K. Yeah, as he kind of goes out too. So it's like I said, this, you can't write a better script <laughs> than this. Like, <laughs> it's delicious, isn't yeah, it? It's exactly, such exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's such good stuff. And the and the Michigan State win was his twelve hundredth of his career. So that was kind of the last. 
you know, round number Mile, milestone. Yeah, milestone yep, so now yep. he's at 1202 and he's either going to mm-hmm. be 1203, 1202, 1203 or 1204 is his, his number mm-hmm. is going to be at the end here. We're getting down, we're getting down to it. And you know, he, he, um, I think today when, uh, when he has press conference, he was a little bit like, I think it finally hit him. Like, like this is the last road trip he's going to take. Like there's all year long. We've been thinking, well, this could be the last, this is the last one. Like they're not going to go anywhere else. This is the final four, the Superdome first Duke's never played the Superdome. I don't think it's the first time. Uh, I think it might be the first time. I mean, yeah. Shoot. I mean, we, we finally went out West. And now yes, something else that's new, right? Exactly, right. Got that monkey off the back. That's exactly, done. exactly. So why not, you know, beat Carolina and just do uh-huh, it? You know? and, uh-huh. and and also, I want to ask you, what do you think about this Final Four with Kansas, Villanova, Duke, and Carolina? I mean, this is a tremendous Final Four. I'll look at the programs and the coaches we got here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you said to yourself. I mean, it, we have actually all four of them have won within the last ten years, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, Kansas won in 2008, so it's a little bit further back. A little bit years. further, okay, okay. But they've been in the Final Four in championship game two or three right. times since then. Right, right. So it's, it's still crazy. Like, these are all teams that have coaches that have experience, recent experience in the Final Four and winning national championship as well. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's great to be able to see this. I mean, obviously, a part of me did want to see, you know, St. Peter's beat, you know, uh, Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a part of me wanted to see that, but – uh I mean, also another bigger part of me wanted to actually beat Carolina in that stage as well, too. But I mean, for us to have for us to have these four teams in the Final Four, and just looking the the history behind all these teams. I mean, kind of side note, I felt sorry for um, the guard from uh, Villanova because as soon as yes. he did it, because I, I I did mine two years ago, two or three years ago. You've had that and as soon as I saw him fall, because you look back, that's a telltale sign when you look back. That's almost always Achilles. And he had looked and then he kind of slowed him up in like slow motion. You kind of see the, the little ripple. And yeah. I'm like, oh man. It's like a like a lamp shit or like a, yeah, like a window yeah, shit, yeah. right? The muscle kind of rolls up yeah, a little bit. Rolls up and everything. Yeah. So I, I yeah. feel kind of bad for that guy. I mean, especially to get hurt right before Final Four. And he's a, a starter for them, a big East all, all player. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that to happen on this this stage, just I hate I hate that to happen for him. Right. Um, you don't want that for anybody. That's the worst exactly. thing. Exactly. So like I said, I got a little side note, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for these four programs. I mean, these are four, uh, some of the most winning programs within the last 20 years. So yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see how this unfolds. I'm hoping that it unfolds in the way I wanted it to unfold. <laughs> right. But right. It, you can't ask for anything better than this. No, you can't. And uh, uh, so I'll be heading to New Orleans myself. Uh, um, again, my company paid the money. Thank God to send me down there to fly and buy, <laughs> buy those expensive hotel rooms. They and wanna, uh, they want to sign me up for something like a, yeah. a quick, a quick We got to get you down there. We got to get you down there, Sheldon. So, um, yeah. So I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we will wrap up final four weekend on the believe in Duke podcast again. Uh, maybe we'll have another episode this week. We'll see if we can get maybe a guest lined up or something. I'd like to do that uh, before the game. If not, uh, you know, we, we will all experience that game together in different places or in the same building or wherever we're going to be. Uh, the, the historic Duke Carolina game to me, the biggest sporting event that's involved in any North Carolina teams in the history of the state. I think there's no doubt about that. I know the Panthers have been to a couple of Super Bowls. Uh, they didn't win them. So the Carolina hurricanes, uh, when you were in school, Sheldon, they won the Stanley cup over in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, that's a big deal. I mean, they won the Stanley cup. That's a big deal, but 
I don't think that united the state. I don't think it's had the impact on North Carolina like this game is going to have. Let's face it, right? This is basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Especially <laughs> since the state of North, uh, North Carolina, majority of them are North Carolina fans. Yes. I will say that this is going to be what everybody's looking forward to. So even if you're not even a basketball fan or a college basketball fan, people are going to be coming into work before the game, yes. the weekend after the game. Like, hey, this is all we're going to be talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. yeah, especially in the state of New York, North Carolina and everything. So yeah. it's going to be crazy to see the outcome. But I'm, I'm loving the fact that Coach K is actually at this point yeah. in his career where he's able to walk off against Carolina going for a national championship. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this edition. Uh, Sheldon, another great edition here of the, the Believe in Duke podcast. We appreciate everybody that listens to the, to the pod all season long. And uh, we're not done. The Blue Devils going to the Final Four. We'll have more editions of this uh, to come. So thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Thanks again, and have a great week, and hopefully we have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> In New Orleans, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>